Hi, it's Roger Sitkins, and welcome to Winning Strategies. The audio may not be great on this today because I'm actually recording it in a hotel room waiting to run one of our big producer programs. But I did want to get the message out to you. This uh, this message may be a little strange. It's called How to Become an Average Agency. Now, I hope that title grabbed your attention, and I hope it made you think average. You know, why would anyone want to be average? But before I answer that, let's let's define what average is. Average, the best of the worst and the worst of the best. As close to the top as you are the bottom. In other words, average isn't exactly terrible. You know, one of the good news and bad news scenarios in our business is that the average agency and the average producer do pretty darn well. You know, when compared to what 95% of the people earn in our country, this is truly a great business. Now, of course, not everyone has what it takes to be average. To know whether or not you make the grade, it's important to, number one, recognize the characteristics of an average agency or an average producer, and number two, be prepared to replicate the specific behaviors of the average agency or average producer. Now, here are some pointers for those of you who truly want to be average. Yes, this is definitely tongue-in-cheek. So the first thing, if you want to be an average agency or an average producer, don't be proactive. The average agency has primarily part-time clients receiving very good reactive service, not proactive. When someone calls in and needs a certificate, uh, has a routine claim or requests a quote or a practice quote as I call them, the average agency reacts within a reasonable time frame. Next, you know, write no more than one and a half policies per client on an average. While the average personal lines client has about one and a half policies with the agency, more than 50% have just one with them. Why? Well, no one ever really asked them, let alone marketed. Never let, tell them that, hey, you know, we want to write, protect all of your assets. Don't, don't even worry about that. Furthermore, the average small to mid-sized commercial account has about two policies, if you count the BOP, and only about 25% of them have all their coverages with one agency. You know, in both cases, the low number of policies per client reflects the agency's practice of order-taking and reactive marketing. Next thing, you know, ignore the annual review. The average agency does not complete an annual review with their A and B clients, those clients that generate the top 20, the, the top 20% of the clients that generate 80% uh, of their revenue. Surprisingly, they don't seem to demand it either. The clients seem okay with it. Instead, they, the, these people just wait for their clients to call them, which is unlikely to happen if the agency has never conducted an annual review anyway. By the way, avoid doing upfront risk surveys. Let's forget about it. The average agency doesn't do them, and typically their clients don't ask for them. But that doesn't mean the average agent wouldn't offer them insurance coverage. You know, in medicine, there's a great, great uh, saying I love. It says, prescription without proper diagnosis is malpractice. However, in the insurance business, failing to diagnose a client's risk only means there's an E&O claim waiting to happen. And since that's hardly a matter of life and death, the average agent isn't really too concerned about it. Next thing, you know, if you want to be average, don't, don't ask for referrals. You know, ask for an earned referrals. No, no way. Don't worry about it. Not in the average agency. Plus, the average agent doesn't waste time wondering why about 90% of the clients renew each year, yet way less than 10% refer. They aren't about to ask for a referral, 
nor are they likely to consider whether they've wowed the client sufficiently to earn an unsolicited referral. So don't worry about referrals. Next, you know, keep your pipelines dripping. At one of my speeches several years ago, I asked the audience who their prospects were. And one of the agents in the front row was exceedingly honest when he replied, you know, I don't know, they haven't called me yet. You know, aggressively waiting for the phone to ring or your computer to ping is not a great way to fill your pipelines. Most agencies and producers' pipelines are dripping at best. Certainly, they're not overflowing with more opportunities than time. Those that do have pipelines fill them with suspects and prospects at best. No future ideal clients in there. If you're an average agency, you're already aware of the endless opportunities to provide unpaid consulting and countless practice quotes. Next, have part-time producers. Well, almost every agency I've met, every producer I've met, has made their sales, them being a producer, really their part-time job. Do you remember we've talked about the 12% factor before, that if you take the average week, every week that has 168 hours in it, and you dedicate 40 of those to work, that's only 24% of the week. And if you spend 20 hours that should be spent face-to-face with clients, future ideal clients and centers of influence, that's only 12% of the week. Now, every time I bring this up at a live event, People are amazed at how little time they spend personally interacting with clients and so-called prospects. In fact, whenever we ask how many in the audience have averaged 20 hours per week in the last week, the last month, whatever it may be, it's rare for even one person to raise their hand. That's because most of them are spending the vast majority of their time hiding behind the service trap and other activities. Now, historically, we've observed that the average producer in the average agency only spends about 10 hours a week face-to-face with clients, future ideal clients, and centers of influence. In fact, they're not even future ideal clients, they're prospects. You know what? That's only 6% of the total week. You know, keep it up. That's fine. You'll preserve your status as a part-time producer. Again, very much tongue-in-cheek here. Uh, By the way, next thing, don't practice. Oh, sure, you can be one of those agencies where it's all about relentlessly preparing for every every opportunity out there, but it's a whole lot easier just to be average. You know, for the average producer, practice is non-existent. They don't bother to work on their sales skills or rehearse presentations prior to meeting with prospects and clients. They wait until the live event to practice, and then they hope for the best. In other words, they get an average outcome. If your goal is to continue achieving average results, just keep winging it. Don't practice. Next, underutilize your automation. You know, the average agency does not make the most of the agency automation system and all the other technology they have. According to Angela Adams, president of Angela Adams Consulting and our content partner in the Better Way Agency program, she and her team have found that the average agency only utilizes about a quarter, in other words, 25% of their automated systems capabilities. Now, that's like paying an employee 100% of their wages for doing 25% of the work. But that's typical in the average agency. The average agency will invest in the latest high-tech system and provide some initial training on it, but they never maximize it. Typically, they still have service people who will answer the phone, 
talk to the customer, write the information on a piece of paper, and then later, when they have time, they try to enter it into the automation system. One and done, no way. In addition, by the way, don't join your, your agency's, your automation systems users group, okay? Uh, it just makes no sense communicating and learning with other agencies using the same system and facing the same obstacles. Next, well, this one you've heard from me a million times probably, but now just ignore the 80-20 rule. Even though it's been recognized since 1896, the average agency has yet to embrace the 80-20 rule. As a business rule of thumb, the 80-20 says that 80% of your revenues are being generated by the 20% of your customers, those A's and B's I mentioned earlier. Yet every time I discuss this in a presentation, we get the same reaction. Well, you know, that, that, that sounds good, but I know that's not my agency. That's not my book of business. You know, I, I'm sorry, but after literally thousands and thousands of studies on this, this concept is not only real, it's valid, and it's applicable to almost every aspect of life. For example... 20% of what you do brings your 80% of your happiness and joy. Figure out what the 20% is and do it 40% of the time. It's pretty simple. However, because the average agency never looks at the 80-20 rule, they're, quite frankly, blissfully unaware that the top 5% of their customers are generating 50% of their commission income, and the next 15% are generating 30%. In fact, if they were ever to take a time to dig deeper and take a look at their top 2% of the customers, we call them the super A's, they'd see that they generate about 33% of the income, while the bottom 50% of the customers are less than 10% of the income. But, but don't worry about it if you want to be average. Next, allow profitable accounts to subsidize unprofitable accounts. This will definitely help you maintain your status as an average agency. If today's average agency lost the top 5% of their customers and received no profit sharing or contingency income, they'd be on their way to bankruptcy. It's pretty simple when you think about it. Without the top 5% of the clients, you'd have only 50% as much income as you do now but you'd still have 95% of the customers to service. So go ahead and ignore the fact that you have profitable accounts subsidizing unprofitable. You'll still be average and you'll be okay. By the way, do not worry about operating profits. You know, the profit earning potential on your core operations is marginal at best in the average agency. Thank God for that investment and contingency income. Without it, the average agency would be losing money or certainly the owners would be taking home a ton of less money. But don't worry about it. You'll continue to have contingency income, and certainly the stock market looks good for quite a while now. Next, you know, don't know your KPIs, your key performance indicators. Just keep guessing. While the best agencies we work with always know and never guess their KPIs, there's a lot of guessing going on in the average agency. When asked about basic things like revenue per employee, operating profits, revenue per producer, closing ratio, client retention, and more, most agencies respond with, well, it's about, or I think it is. Those are average answers, just keep guessing. By the way, don't waste your resource on training. You'll be in good company, because most agencies only spend about 0.24% 0.24 of 1% of their revenues on employee training and development. Yet the most profitable professional services companies invest 2% of their revenues on training. When you think of it, that's a heck of a way to run a sales and service organization. Very little training and no practice, but guess what? You know, 
It's still, still doing okay. Do not hold your people accountable, whatever you do. The culture of holding people accountable to do what they said they're going to do is non-existent at the average agency. Their employee's attitude is, don't worry, this too shall pass. You know, you, you bring in a new idea, something new you want to do, and they say, eh, don't worry, this too shall pass. They just know that you won't follow up on it. Next, you know, when you think about sales goals, just choose some random sales goal numbers. Sales goals at most agencies appear to be numbers chosen from a hat. It's like they're an arbitrary figure chosen at the start of the year. Okay, we're all going to do 100000 of revenue this year, even, even if these, these goals are clearly defined way less than 50% of the producers will meet or exceed them. You know, They'll know for sure when they review the results at the Christmas party at the end of the year. This process repeats when they sort of like throwing a dart at a board to determine what the goal will be for the following year. Next, schedule, but randomly hold sales meetings. You know, it's important to regularly schedule sales meetings, which rarely take place. However, if they do occur, they do happen, don't do anything that relates to improving sales. Instead, make sure that everyone sits around and complains about the service staff and the insurance companies. That'll really do well for you. Next, you know what? Renew accounts just once a year. You know, just have that renewal. Rather than continuing relationships, average agencies renew accounts. Renewals are always a big deal, or at least they are on the top 20% that are 80% of the revenues. For most of the bottom 80%, for most of the bottom 80% of the clients, they get they really get approached with a kind of, eh, you know, renew as is. Renew as is. That's sufficient. There's no need to review coverage gaps or insurable values, and at least 85 to 90% of the accounts will renew anyway. By the way, if not in your agency, we need to talk. But maybe hope isn't such a bad strategy after all. By the way, don't buy into this this talk about insurance carrier compression. If you want to be average, you've got to learn to spread the wealth around against as many insurance carriers as possible. Insurance carrier compression really isn't a problem even though the 80-20 rule applies. By the way, if you don't agree, take a look. You're going to find that the top 20% of your carriers are generating 80% of your commission income and probably even a higher percent of your contingency income. The average agency knows it should dramatically reduce the number of companies it represents and focus on the vital few versus the trivial many. But most will not, no matter how much money it's costing them by having too many carriers. All right, so what's the bottom line? Well, if you go through life being average, which quite frankly would be an improvement for a lot of people, but if you go through life being average, that's your choice. But if you want to become the best version possible, Look at what the average agency does and don't do it. Use the average agency as your anti-model for the remainder of this year and beyond. That's how you're going to reap great rewards, great rewards, okay, not regrets. So I hope you took this with a tongue-in-cheek also and realize that maybe there might be some things you need to work on. I'll talk to you again soon.